Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 20th of July. With more than 40,000 fresh cases reported in the last 24 hours, India now has 11.1 lakh infections and the death toll has crossed 27,000. This is the first time that India has reported more than 40,000 infections. However, the health ministry said yesterday that the case fatality rate has for the first time dropped below 2.5%. This is one of the lowest in the world. As the number of COVID-19 cases soar in the country, at least 7 companies are racing to develop a vaccine against coronavirus. Leading the race is Bharat Biotech International Limited, which developed Covaxin. If you heard yesterday's daily dose, you'll remember that the human trials for Covaxin have been approved by the AIMS Ethics Committee. In fact, Ames Delhi will start enrolling healthy individuals for conducting the trials from today. Many have already volunteered. The race for an indigenously manufactured COVID-19 vaccine may see another entrant by October. Pune-based biotechnology firm Genova Biopharmaceuticals aims to complete preclinical testing and start human trials by October. If found effective by regulators, the firm could launch its first vaccine as early as March 2021. Meanwhile, Air India unions have issued a legal notice to the state carrier after the company ordered for employees to be sent on leave without pay for up to 5 years. The union asked Air India to call a meeting to discuss voluntary leave without pay but maintained that the clause wherein the CMD can order leave without pay for up to 5 years is unacceptable to them. Maharashtra has reported the highest number of cases followed by Tamil Nadu, Delhi, Karnataka, Andhra Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh and Gujarat. In Maharashtra, senior Congress leader and Mumbai's Guardian Minister Aslam Sheikh has tested positive for COVID-19. He is the fourth minister in the Uddhav Thackeray-led government to catch the infection. The other three ministers have now recovered from the virus. As cases among inmates and staff in prisons across Maharashtra continue to rise, the state prison department has said that while random testing of inmates is being sought, it has not been happening at some places due to the overall burden on the health machinery. There are now 16 prisons in Maharashtra which have reported COVID-19 infections with 851 cases. The death rate in Maharashtra stands at 3.85%, which is higher than the national average. A parents association from the capital has written to the Union Human Resource Development Minister Ramesh Pokhrial stating that it does not want schools to reopen in the 2020-2021 academic year until a COVID-19 vaccine is developed. On July 17th education secretaries of all state governments and union territories received a letter from the HRD ministry seeking parents feedback on whether they would be comfortable with schools reopening in August September or October A senior Delhi government official said that the state government has not yet responded to it Delhi health minister Satyendra Jain who has now recovered from the virus said and I quote there is spread in the community now it is very technical to say either it's local or community spread Source of many remains unknown after the test. Let's leave the technical battle at the center to decide the community spread. Unquote. After Kerala Chief Minister admitted community transmission a couple of days ago, the Indian Medical Association chairman had announced his fears of community transmission yesterday. However, the union ministry continues to deny it. At 16,000, Delhi continues to see a drop in overall COVID-19 cases. Over 40 nurses working on a contractual basis at Delhi's Janakpuri Super Specialty Hospital held a protest alleging that the hospital ended their contract abruptly. In Tamil Nadu, three more DMK MLAs have tested positive for COVID-19, taking the number of DMK legislators who have tested positive to 
the three legislators had been involved in COVID-19 relief work in their respective constituencies. With this, the total number of legislators who have tested positive in the state has risen to 17, including four who serve in the Tamil Nadu cabinet. Madras High Court, meanwhile, has directed the Tamil Nadu government to give sufficient time to family members of those who died due to COVID-19 to perform rituals subject to all safety protocols. The court said that the local police should be informed to prevent violence at burial or cremation grounds. Days after the Karnataka government announced a one-time incentive of 5,000 rupees to recovered COVID-19 patients, the state's first free plasma bank has been set up in Bengaluru. With the shortage of ICU beds, ventilators, delay in ambulance availability among the major challenges, over 8,600 beds have been allocated for symptomatic COVID-19 patients in the city, including government and private hospitals, identified as government quota. A video of a herd of pigs, reportedly roaming around freely inside a COVID-19 hospital in Kalaburgi district, has triggered outrage on social media with people questioning the negligence of authorities. People and staff in the video can be seen going about their regular activities in spite of the pigs. A woman gave birth on a road outside a hospital in Telangana after doctors referred her to another state-run facility as she required blood transfusion. Hospital officials have said that they will seek clarification from the staff to find out if there was any delay in shifting the woman in an ambulance and also to verify CCTV footage. According to a hospital official, the woman was not admitted to the hospital in Jengao since the blood bank there was shut after an employee tested positive for COVID-19 recently. After no new strategies for almost a month, the Ahmedabad Municipal Corporation has launched another surveillance campaign apart from aggressively conducting rapid antigen tests. The campaign that began last week to check super spreaders has widened its reach to haircutting salons, which opened as a part of Unlock One, banks and staff of Ahmedabad Municipal Transport Services, and bus rapid transit system. The fine for not wearing a mask in public places was also raised from 200 rupees to 500, while a penalty of 10,000 was imposed on pawn shops if their customers were found to be spitting in public. In Andhra Pradesh, the former chief priest of Tirumala Tirupati Devasthanam has died after testing positive for COVID-19. Last week, the Tirumala Tirupati Balaji Temple had said that it will not shut down despite 140 of its employees testing positive. Bhagalpur has emerged as second in Bihar's COVID-19 tally. The district has been left in chaos with several senior officials testing positive, including the district magistrate and the officer appointed in his place. Rashtri Janta, the leader Tejasvi Yadav, has warned that Bihar will gradually become a global COVID-19 hotspot as, and I quote, the state government is not worried about the rising number of cases, unquote. Yadav alleged discrepancies in the tally of COVID-19 cases in Bihar and said different figures are being provided by the central and state governments. In this age of the internet, there is little that doesn't go viral, including the news. But there seems to be some confusion as to what is meant by viral news and what constitutes viral content. And is there a difference between news and content? Or are they synonymous? To discuss the finer points of this important question, Roly Books, in association with News Laundry, brought together Satvik Mishra, CEO of Scoopwoop, Pragya Tiwari, a journalist and a policy consultant, Andre Borges, a content creator at Pocket Aces, and Abhinandan Sekri, who is the co-founder of Newslaundry.com. Do check out their conversation on our website. And now for some international updates on the virus. Nearly 14.5 million people have tested positive for COVID-19 worldwide. 
the death toll has crossed 605,000. The third difficult day of a summit of the EU's 27 heads of states and governments saw a movement towards agreement as talks stretched deep into the night. But the meeting also laid bare the deep splits between the north and south and the east and west. The European Council President Charles Michel, who is chairing the summit, asked the leaders whether they were capable of building European unity and trust, or would they present the face of a weak Europe undermined by mistrust. The leaders have been in intense debates over the size of recovery funds for countries hit hardest by the coronavirus pandemic and the EU's seven-year budget, known as the Multi-Financial Framework, which is due to start next year. There are also massive differences over the nature of conditions attached to the emergency funding and the balance between grants and loans on offer. The money will be borrowed from capital markets by the European Commission. The U.S. state of Florida reported more than 12,000 new cases of COVID-19 on Sunday, the fifth day in a row that the state has recorded more than 10,000 new infections. However, President Donald Trump pledged that it is going to be under control. The virus has killed more than 140,000 people since the pandemic started, and Florida, California, and other southern and western states are creating new records every day. France has made it compulsory to wear face masks in all indoor public buildings from Monday under the threat of fines for those who refuse. President Emmanuel Macron had announced the measure in his traditional 14th of July speech but said it would begin on 1st of August. However, the government brought forward the new regulation after concerns that the number of COVID-19 cases was on the increase. Masks will have to be worn in banks, supermarkets, post offices and covered markets as well as all offices and establishments that receive the public. Masks are already compulsory on public transport. Anyone found without a mask or refusing to wear a mask will be fined 135 euros. A coronavirus outbreak in China's northwestern region of Xinjiang has spread to a second city. On Monday, the National Health Commission reported 22 new cases, five of which were imported. One case was also reported in the ancient Silk Road city of Kashgar in northwestern Xinjiang, while the rest were in the nearby city of Urumqi. Beijing, meanwhile, has gone 14 days without a case of local transmission, and the city authorities on Sunday said that they were downgrading the emergency response level from two to three. A record 100 new cases have been confirmed in Hong Kong. The territory's leader Carrie Lam tightened social distancing measures, including mandating the wearing of masks in public indoor spaces, to tackle the sudden rise in numbers. Most people in Japan are against the government's plan to kickstart domestic tourism with a subsidized campaign, according to newspaper surveys published on Monday. Fears continue to grow over the number of new COVID-19 cases, particularly in Tokyo. The results of the survey highlight the growing concerns that Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's 16 billion dollar go-to campaign, set to begin on Wednesday, could spread the virus to rural parts of the country where medical systems are fragile. Active cases of COVID-19 continue to drop in Pakistan, where the government has said that it is testing fewer and fewer people because there has been a drop in the number of patients seeking the treatment for COVID-19. The country's overall tally has crossed 265,000. Now for some non-coronavirus news. The Uttar Pradesh government has agreed before the Supreme Court to rework a committee to investigate the death of Vikas Dubey, the Uttar Pradesh gangster who was shot dead earlier this month as he allegedly tried to escape police custody following a car accident. The top court had asked the state government to consider adding a former Supreme Court judge and a retired police officer in the probe committee, saying it was appalled that the gangster was out on bail. 
The Chief Justice of India, S.A. Bobde, said, and I quote, We are appalled at the fact that such a person was released on bail. This is a failure of an institution where he was released on bail and did this. We need a report on such bail orders. Unquote. The Chief Justice of India made this statement while hearing petitions for a Central Bureau of Investigation or National Investigation Agency probe into his death and that of the killing of eight police officers by his gang members and for the top court to monitor the probe. The reconstituted panel will now include a retired Supreme Court judge and a retired police officer along with the existing retired High Court judge. Chief Justice Bobde also asked the UP government's lawyer to look into the statements made by the Chief Minister and Deputy Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh. The Chief Justice said, and I quote, If they have made certain statements and then something has followed, you should look into this. Unquote. Last month, the Uttar Pradesh police registered an FIR against Supriya Sharma, executive editor of Scroll, for reporting on the misery India's coronavirus lockdown had caused in a Varanasi village adopted by the Prime Minister Narendra Modi. In April, Siddharth Varadrajan, editor of The Wire, was booked erroneously for attributing a remark to Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath. A year ago, Prashant Kanojia, a freelance journalist based in Delhi, was arrested for defaming Adityanath on Twitter. While the hounding of these prominent journalists justifiably sparked outrage, the plight of local journalists, who have been suffering at the hands of Uttar Pradesh's BJP government, has gone largely unreported. To find out more, do read our report titled Missing from the Headlines How the Adityanath Regime is Going After Local Journalists. You'll find the report on newslaundry.com. Also, while you're at it, do go through the rest of our website. We have numerous in depth ground reports, video interviews, podcasts, and explainers. Do check them out, and if you think we are doing a good job, please do hit that subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. As many of you might know, News Laundry is a completely ad-free news platform because we believe in the independence of news media. And that is why we count on people like you to support us. Thank you in advance. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.